The Mishnahs continue to talk about the differentiation between a Mayon and a Mikvah. A Mayon is a natural spring from which water flows, and a Mikvah is a collection of water that came from the rain. And the ability and power that a Mayon has to purify is greater than the power that a Mikvah has to purify. For example, if a mikvah is flowing, that is considered to be not a natural thing for the mikvah. The mikvah naturally is in a still position, where the water is collected in one area, and because of that, if the mikvah is flowing, then it does not have the ability to purify anything, whereas a mayon, which is flowing, that is its natural state, and therefore it does have the ability to purify even whilst it is flowing. And another important difference is that the water of a Mayon is generally considered to be Mayim Chayim, literally alive water, and there are three instances that the Torah requires specifically Mayim Chayim, and not just any mikveh water. Now we already learnt earlier on in the Masechda an example of a Mayon that wasn't flowing, Perhaps the water that was coming from the spring was not coming with such force, so there ended up being a pool of water that was created in that area of the Mayan. And then somebody added lots of Mayim Sha'uvim, drawn water, which in itself is not water that is valid for a mikveh. It's just that if there is already a mikveh there, so it's also valid. But that water in and of itself is not mikveh water, and if somebody added lots of that water to the mayon and thereby caused the mayon to start flowing, this is a mayon that is flowing unnaturally. And since the entire reason that a mayon is valid even when it is flowing is because it's in its natural state, so this is a mayon that's flowing unnaturally, and therefore it's not going to have the ability to purify as long as it is flowing. Mayon shumoshuch kanadol, if there was a mayon that extended into a number of streams in a similar way to a centipede. That is to say that there were lots of small streams that separated off by themselves and they weren't all connected into one large forceful stream. Riba olov himshichai, if somebody added more maim shu'uvim, drawn water, and thus caused the streams to flow with greater force, there were, there were larger, more significant streams, harihu kamashahoya, the status of these streams is as they have been until now, and it's still considered to be a mayon, since the mayon was always flowing by itself. It's true that it wasn't flowing into large, significant streams, but at the end of the day, there were streams and the Mayon by itself managed to flow to these distances, and therefore, by increasing the size of these streams, the Mayon retains its status, and therefore, all of the advantages that a Mayon has, this will have as well. On the other hand, made if the Mayon by itself was still, it wasn't flowing because there wasn't enough water, and the Riba Olovim he added more maim shu'uvim, drawn water, and thus caused it to start flowing. Now it's considered to be like a mikveh in that it can only purify things if it is still, because the natural state of this spring is it being still. Now that having been said, it's equivalent to a mayon in that once it is in a still position and it can purify, it can purify even with a very small amount and there's no need for it to have a minimum volume of 40 sa'ar in order to purify objects which are tomei, just like every mayon. The previous Mishnah talked about a body of water that naturally is still, and somebody turned it into something that is flowing. This Mishnah talks about the sea and the ocean. This is a body of water that naturally flows. 
And if everything is based on the natural state of this body of water, so I would have thought that the sea should be able to purify things even whilst it is flowing. It's true that it's considered to be a mikvah, it's not coming from natural springs from underneath the ground, and in general, the rule is that a mikvah can purify only whilst it is still. However, that's only true because the natural state of a regular mikvah is that it's still. When it rains and a puddle is formed, for example, so the natural state of that puddle is that it's not going to flow, it's going to be still. But the sea's natural state is for it to flow, so I would have thought that it has the ability to purify even whilst it is flowing in its natural state. And the truth is, we're going to understand that according to everybody, the ocean and the sea itself does have the ability to purify in its natural state. It's considered to be a valid mikvah, even though it is flowing. The Mishnah's discussion is water that comes from these oceans and seas and flows into smaller streams. What is the status of these streams that emanate from the ocean? So the Mishnah says, Kolayamim kamikveh, any water that comes from the ocean or the sea has the status of a mikveh. Shenemar, as the Pasuk says, or the mikveh amayim korayamim, Hashem called the gathering of water that he created sea. The sea, that's the name that Hashem gave to the, the sea. And the word that the Torah uses for sea, yamim, is plural. And because of that, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir, that's the opinion of Rabbi Meir, who learns that the Torah is coming to hint to the fact that any sea, even an inland sea, like the Dead Sea, etc., would, would have the same status as a mikvah. So the ocean and any sea has that status, and therefore any stream of water or any body of water that comes from that from the sea is going to have that status. And because of that, if it is flowing, then one is not able to purify items in there. And likewise, there would need to be at least a volume of 40 sa'ah of that water in order to use it to purify. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says that the Torah is only referring to the ocean, Hayom HaGodol Kamikveh, the great sea, which is referring to the oceans of the world, that is considered to be like Kamikveh, because that's what the Torah is referring to when it's talking about what Hashem created. If so, so why does the Torah use the plural form of Yamim, if it's only referring to the ocean, which is really just one body, one massive body of water across the world? Yamim the Torah only uses this term yamim in the plural because the ocean is made up of lots of different seas. What the Mishnah means is that there are lots of seas that run into the ocean. So we're talking about one large body of the ocean, but it is called by a name that is in the plural form because there are so many different seas that run into it. So with regards to the ocean, the Torah called it a mikveh, and that's why if water comes from the ocean, even though logically I would have said that it is valid even if it is flowing, because the natural state of the ocean is for it to flow, the Torah decrees that no, water that comes from there is not able to purify unless it's still. But the Torah wasn't referring to smaller seas, and therefore the regular logical law applies over there that if it is flowing it is valid since that's its natural state that it was created in. Rabbi Yossi says, All water, both the water that comes from smaller seas and that which comes from the ocean, it has the ability to purify even whilst it is flowing, because that is what the law should be logically. However, the Torah does seem to imply otherwise by calling the water a mikveh, but according to Rabbi Yaisi, the Torah is not coming to change the entire law. 
The reason why the Torah calls it a mikvah is to limit the purification power that the sea has. And according to Rabbi Yossi, all that we learn from that pasuk is that the water is not considered to be mayim chayim. In general, water that comes from mayon has the special status of mayim chayim, which literally means alive water, that for the three instances that the Torah requires mayim chayim for, water that comes from mayon can be used. And that's the only water that can be used. So with regards to this special level and status of Mayim Chayim, Rabbi Yaisa understands that the Posuk says, and is coming to teach, that the sea does not have that special status. So although it's considered to be a Mayan, and therefore the minimum volume of 40 Sa'ah is not required, and therefore, in addition to that, one is able to purify items even if it is flowing. However, for Sulim, it is invalid Lazovim Zovim or Lakadosh Mehen Michatos, for a zov to be purified in it, or to sprinkle it on somebody who had saras, or to mix it with the ashes of the para aduma, these are the three instances that the Torah requires Mayim Chaim for. And according to Rabbi it is learned from the Pasuk that the water of the sea and the ocean does not have the status of Mayim Chaim. Nevertheless, it is considered to be a Mayon. Mishnah Hey, just like we learned a couple of Mishnahis ago, Hazichalin, any water that is flowing naturally from a spring, Kamayon has the same status as the spring, even if it's a very small stream, as long as it is emanating and still connected to the original spring, it has the same status as the spring. So all of the laws of the Mayon would apply to that smaller stream as well, the Hanoitfim, and water that is dropping down a hill that emanates from rain that fell on the hill, Kamikva, that has the same status as a Mikva, even though right now it's in a state of flowing, it's flowing down the hillside, and that's what naturally happens to rain that falls on top of a hill. So I might have thought that this is considered to be its natural state, and therefore it should be able to purify even whilst it's flowing down the hill. So the Mishnah teaches otherwise that no, it's considered to be a mikvah. Since in general, rain, when it falls, it falls and creates still bodies of water, even though in this particular case, there's rainwater that's flowing down the hill, since it, at the end of the day comes from the rain, and it's also not a continuous flow that is there constantly, because of that, it's considered to be like a mikvah, and only if it is still, once it forms a still body of water at the bottom, is it able to purify. Rabbi Tzadok gave testimony with regards to a case of water that was flowing naturally from a mayon, and it got mixed with water that was flowing down a hill from the rain, and the majority of the mixture was the water that came from the mayon. Shehem kasherim, such water is valid for anything that requires a mayon, since the majority of the mixture is mayon water that nullifies all of the rest of the water, and it's all considered to be like the water of a mayon. Now what happens if there is a body of water that came from the rain and it starts to flow as a result of one of the sides of that collection of water, one of the walls breaks or collapses, and because of that the mikvah starts to flow. Now as long as the mikvah is flowing, we have learnt that it is invalid, it can't be used to purify things whilst it is flowing. Now in general, one is not able to support a mikvah with something that can become tomei. That's why a mikvah in general needs to be underground, it needs to be inside of the ground. So what happens if the noitfim shasson zoichlin, a 
body of water that came from the rain that dropped into the mikveh and it turned into something that was flowing. One is able to support that wall and repair it by placing a stick there or a reed even though those items are able to become Tomei. Or even a person who is a Zovar a Zovar can stand there in order to make sure that the water doesn't exit. And at this point, the water is all still, so being a mikveh, it is valid, and Yerud Ratoivel, one is able to go in there and immerse himself and be purified. Div Rabbi Yehuda, that's the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Even though in general, water needs to be in the mikveh without the help of something that can become Tomei, even if it's not part of the structure, it's just directing the water into the mikveh. If the item that is directing the water into the mikveh can become Tomei, then it's invalid. Nevertheless, over here it's different, because essentially this was always a mikveh. It's just that one of the borders of the mikveh broke. So the person is repairing that, and he's not directing the water into the mikveh. He's just preventing the water from coming out of the mikveh. According to Rabbi Yehuda, this can be done with something that can become Tomei. Rabbi Yehuda says, Anything that can become Tomei, one is not able to stop the flow using that item. Because according to Rabbi this is equivalent to causing the water to run into the mikveh via something that can become Tomei. Because without it being there, the water would all flow out, and therefore it's as significant as causing and directing the water to be there, and therefore it cannot be done using something that can become Tomei. Mishnah Vov. The beginning of this Mishnah goes according to the opinion of Rabbi Yaisi that we saw a couple of Mishnahs ago, who understands that the water that comes from the sea or the ocean has the status of Imayon, and therefore even if it's not still water, it has the ability to purify. Gal Shanislash, a wave that comes up from the sea and is not connected currently to the sea. Since it isn't connected to the sea, we require that it have the minimum volume of 40 sa'ar, like the Mishnah emphasizes, that wave alone contains a volume of 40 sa'ar, it's a large wave, and it falls onto a person or onto an object, to hirim, the person or object are purified. Even though at that time the water wasn't still, since according to Biyasi it's considered to be a mayon, it has the ability to purify even when it is not still. It should be noted that this is true only if the person has the intention for him to be purified or to purify the item. Otherwise a person can't be purified without the intention to do so. We learned in the previous Mishnah that the water that goes into a mikveh cannot be directed into the mikveh via something that can become tome. That having been said, the mikveh itself, which holds the water, that can be formed by something that can become Tomei. And because of that, the Mishnah says that any place, at least if it's in the ground, that can hold 40 sa'ar, and it contains within it a volume of 40 sa'ar of water, even if that hole in the ground was created using tools that can become Tomei, the mikveh is still valid, and Tovlin, one is able to immerse himself and purify himself in the mikveh, umat bilin, and also to dip and fully submerge other objects or his hands into the mikveh in order for them to be purified. Continues the Mishnah, umat bilin bacharitzin, one can purify things in a ditch, otzim, or in a kind of square pit, or in a hole in the ground that was created by the foot of a donkey, which mixes and is connected to a body of water in an open area of land. 
In all of these cases, the mikveh itself in which the item is being submerged is smaller than 40 sa'ar, but it's connected via a large enough hole to a mikveh that does have that volume and is fully valid. And as we have learned, because of the concept of hashoka, the smaller body of water is also considered to be a part of the larger valid mikveh, and therefore it too is valid. Even though we learned earlier on that water that is flowing down a hill is not valid as long as it is flowing, because water that comes from the rain is considered to be a mikveh, not a mayon. Nevertheless, Beishamai say that matbilim b'chardeles, one is able to purify items in a waterfall. According to Beishamai, a waterfall is not just considered to be like regular rainwater that is flowing down the hill, but we view it in a sense as its own kind of water. And obviously a waterfall naturally is flowing, it's moving and it's not still. It's considered to be in its natural state and therefore it can be used to purify things. However, Basil and Basil say, one can't purify things in it because since it doesn't come from a spring, it has the status of a mikveh and a mikveh can only purify as if it is still. He can create a boundary, a kind of fence using different objects until we are left with a still pool of water. And then it certainly is a valid mikveh, so until behen one can submerge different items in there in order to purify them. That having been said, the kalim shigodai bohem, the items that he used themselves to border off and fence off that area so that a still pool of water will be created, loihut balu, those are not purified even though they have contact with the water, because not the entire item had contact with the water at the same time. Only the side that was facing the mikveh itself was purified. Sorry, it had contact with the mikveh, so it wasn't purified because a basic condition for an item or a person to be purified in a mikveh is that every single part of that item is touching the water of the mikveh at the same time.